Welcome back to the 2AM podcast, episode number 203. And uh, before we hop into anything, I just want to let you know that, do you know what's coming up right now? I do know what's coming up. Well, it's because we discussed this, but what is coming up next is our lovely sponsor, Exter. Exter specializes in wallets, bags, and accessories, and more. Carry goods? I don't know. Have you heard of carry goods? It's goods that you can carry. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Um, they're making the ultimate Father's Day gift. So, before I give you the code, which is probably pretty obvious at this point, <laughs> what the code is. I need to show you this damn wallet, dude. I've been using it, what, the past year now? It's clutch. It is so clutch. And I'll tell you why. Oh, ah, so crispy. Don't worry, I'm not sending any credit card numbers here. But this thing is so damn clutch, and it comes with a tracker. The tracker is cool because it's aside from, like, you know, the Apple ones that are way too big, this one fits right in here in the slim, slim physique. They come in all kinds of material, like carbon fiber finish. They come in a metallic finish. They come in also like things that are brushed with gold, silver, and all that kind of stuff. A lot of cool yeah. uh, variations. The cool accessories they have are some things like the keychain. Uh, cash clip. The cash clip. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. And my ultimate favorite one. Both of our ultimate favorites. The Weekender duffel bag. Look at this bad boy. This thing is a full, full, hefty, nice... Has secret pockets. Italian leather. Inside. Has a zipper pocket on the inside. Italian leather, baby. You can feel it. My God. You know what? Listen uh, to this. Listen to this. You know what goes under the radar for this one? What? The fact that you can store your boots at the bottom. Not at the bottom, oh, bottom but on the side. <laughs> this guy's fucking looking inside. under it. Okay. Yeah, no, I get you. That is cool. No, yeah. but seriously, like even the the little magnets that they added for it to, to like safely close, it, it makes sure super cool that it gets closed. It's pretty sick. And you look badass when you're carrying it oh, around. Yeah. And then guess what? When I try to pack like my AirPods, passport, and all that kind of stuff on this little side area mm -hmm. right here, this little pocket, um, dude, it's pretty deep. I mean, just look at it on camera. It looks sick. It does, huh? Anyway, guys, you should watch the commercial we made because it's pretty dope. If you want to pick this up or anything else, you can get up to 30% off by using code 2AM at checkout. Don't forget that. Now, we have two more other sponsors that Zaid here wants to mention. We'll have all the links in the description as well, but our next one, one of my favorites, Vital Red Light. Um, it's a nice little technological way to replace sunlight if you uh, if you live in an area where you don't get a lot, a lot of sun. Mm-hmm. And you use uh, red and your infrared light wavelengths to basically heal your body, more energy, better sleep, enhanced mitochondrial function. It touches everything across the board. So use code 2AM for that. Link is in the description. And then last but not least, we have Portal, one of the mm. most powerful sleep supplements ever to be, to be made. Yeah. With uh, four of the most scientifically backed ingredients. We both vouch for that. I've been using it every night pretty much. Yeah. And the same thing, code 2AM. Yeah, if you want to feel refreshed every morning, code 2AM. Uh, don't hit us up when you have gnarly dreams, though. <laughs> You're going to get some gnarly dreams. Yeah. 
Okay, moving on. So in this today, I actually found this little <laughs> thread that was hilarious. Okay. Oh God. Okay, and this Twitter thread actually exp- like had, um, it's a versus thread. Okay, it's lions versus, or uh, sorry, let me re-say that: a trillion lions versus the sun. Who would win? <laughs> <laughs> and people are going off, dude. <laughs> because look. A lot of people were saying one trillion lions, obviously, you know, and then someone would be like, how, how would a trillion lions, they don't even come close to like a quarter of the sun. You bro, know, as do, a mass. do people realize how big the sun is? Yeah, even then, bro, they'll just burn. They'll just like disintegrate. Well, of course, but like earth is like, it's not even like 0.5% of the sun's mass. <laughs> What's making me laugh is that. People are so serious about how, like, you know, like, they'll ask, how, question mark, how would a trillion lions win over the sun? And then they go, there's a trillion of them. Are you serious? <laughs> and then, you know, someone else would ask, like, what's their main attack? I don't know. How does a lion live? It could just wait and outlive the sun. <laughs> what? This People is what I like about Twitter, of- too. It's like, just like, they're, they're entertaining something that's ridiculous, mm-hmm. but... There is room for that. Yeah. And then, oh, Mr. Wise Guy philosopher comes in, right? And he starts saying, a trillion might if you arrange them properly. <laughs> what do you mean if, if you arrange so, them on top of each other? At like, this point, I'm like, hold on. Someone might be making sense. But then you think of the sun again, and you're like, no, that doesn't make any sense. It's, a, it's another one of those, like, stupid ass, I have so much time to waste. What are some other, uh, can we think of any? Um, on the spot. What are like? Oh, I think it was like. Um, are there more tires? Or what? Oh, we we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. But what was it? Are there more tires in the world than there are cars? Right. Yeah. And essentially, everyone was like, "Tires, duh," because there's four per car. Yeah. I forgot what the other argument was. What was the real answer, though? Was there even a real, or was that just a stupid hypothetical? I, I think it was a stupid, a stupid hypothetical. No one can really know for sure, right? I mean, because people are saying, like, you know, there's junkyards full of whatever, and then everyone's saying, well, there's junkyards full of cars, too. Yeah, but by definition, four tires per car means that it's just going to outweigh it. I, I have probably a staggering number. I don't know, dude, but there's. Turning into some idiotic crap. Anyways, you know the ones I like. Which ones? The the hypothetical scenarios of uh, who's gonna win, a gorilla or a tiger? Ooh. Ah. Kind of want to go down the line for different animals too. Yeah, because look, for a tiger, I think of like speed, agility, jumping really high. You know, um, insane bites. What do you think of when you think of a gorilla? Gorilla's got insane grip strength, huge arms, muscular back. If if the gorilla got a hold of the tiger's jaw and actually got the mouth open, it could probably break its jaw. <laughs> Snap its jaw. That's out. true. But then again, the tiger's quick. Tiger's a killer. But they're more they're more ambush predators too. Hmm. Trying to see this one. I don't know how that I don't would know go. how I would be. I think of the tiger most likely. Like eight out eight out of ten, you know? Eight times out of ten, the tiger would win. I can see that happening. 
What are some other animals? Some other animals? Oh, a goldfish or a swordfish? Bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go <laughs> This guy. Um, Let me think. A turtle or a hare? What? <laughs> Bro, come on. We, we have to put some predators up on the board here. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Oh, these stupid-ass bunnies and turtles. Panther or a wolf? Black Panther. You know, I actually surprisingly don't know that much about Black Panthers. Black Panthers. Blank Panthers. They're incredibly rare. But um, 100% a Black Panther. Because a wolf is a pack animal, so a lot of its ferocity and strength comes resides in the pack. Yeah. So if you have a single wolf, it's not going to do... It's going to do some damage. I mean, wolves are huge. Have yeah. you ever seen one in person? I've seen one in person. They're pretty, pretty damn big. They're wider than I think, too. Like their face, like everything's kind they, of... Screwed. They have a, an entire Arctic pack in a Big Bear in the conservation area. Did we see them? I saw them personally. They're crazy big. Mm. Are they like lion big? No, not lion big. But if you look at, like if you've ever seen the biggest dog in your life, that's like standard for wolves. Oh, wow. Good little 200 pounder right there. Yeah. Like Great Dane size. That's crazy. What's, uh, dude, I just wonder sometimes like I was, I was taking a walk the other day and at the wetlands. Okay. And I was just like taking a look at the, at the birds and stuff. I happened to go like right before sunrise and like I got there by the time I like got into the nature area, it was already sunrise, but I started looking at the birds. Okay. And that's when they shine. It's in the morning. Usually you'll hear them go everywhere and they're kind of scouting and, and, and looking around before they hit the water. And then they start hitting the water mm-hmm. and looking for food essentially. But got me to think like, man, look at all of me and my stresses and things I worry about and my priorities. And it's just like these birds seem to be living free and they do the same thing every single day without thinking about it. They just, ha- and they still have their own priorities as birds, you know, even though they, they don't have the, the neurological, I uh, like advantage to think like us, you know, to prioritize and like, be like, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like they just do. And it, it made me start thinking like they probably are in generally like in a good mood, you know, or there is no mood. It's just, well, I think they, there is a mood. We know that animals have culture. So they absolutely do have um, a mood, different forms. Yeah, different moods. But isn't that fascinating to think that they have their own priorities? Yeah, what what I've always been interested in is, you know, when you see birds doing the the V-shape formation in the sky. Yeah. The moment they are born, and you see this in different animals, like for some reason, animals just gravitate towards their their natural habitat or... Uh, a certain destination, like a migratory pattern. Mm-hmm. I've always found that interesting. Like, it how is. do they just come? It's it's like they they just came pre-installed with this yeah. urge to to go that way. It's a default coding of some sort. Yeah, because if you think about it, when birds are born, okay, they hatch out. They immediately want to leave, but they don't know how to fly yet. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you, you sense that kind of energy, if you've been around like a newborn baby bird before. It's so weird until they fly and then they, they, they make a mistake while flying and then they fly good now. And then all of a sudden they're just like flying south <laughs> in a squad. Where does that radar come from? You know, 
that's that's the kind of stuff that gets me to think about like dude there has to be a creator of all this there's a default coder of all this 100 percent. think of fish too this is the same kind of concept like wherever the is it wherever the water's colder they run to or wherever it's warmer i don't know during like depends off on the seasons. fish depends on the fish obviously but like still they're wired with something yeah they don't have brains well, they, they have just, brains. It's just I know, but they don't have logic. Not like us. Yeah, they don't have logic. They don't have like a a sense of reality right now, probably. Well, it goes to show the power of instinct. And it okay. makes you think about human instinct. Yeah. And like how how much thinking do you really need to do throughout your day in order to have a successful day? We have the advantage of organizing mm-hmm. and planning. But again, here's my problem. My problem is always like we plan and plan and most plans come out of feeling. Okay, because we feel like we don't we like I feel like today's a good day for uh editing. I feel like today's a good day for me to go to the beach. I feel like today's a good day for me to go shooting outside. You know, like filming. Is that the same thing as instinct? Just based off of your experience, like as a cinematographer, you have a certain instinct because you've developed it over time. Mm-hmm. As a health coach, I have a certain instinct that I um, I rely on for for different clients and different situations and problems. Mm-hmm. It's a weird question to answer because I feel like instinct and default wiring, like as in what you should be doing. Referring back to birds, you know, they're just mm-hmm. wired to do some something every day. What is our job in that sense? Because I guarantee you that the things we do, like cinematography, you know, going after clients, getting sales, going to meetings, finishing school, all that kind of stuff, isn't really instinctual. We make it an instinct, though. Okay. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think this refers back to purpose as a human being. Hmm. Man, I just had a thought and I lost it. Oh, here it, here it is. Do you think that instinct is just purely related to survival? Like I need to eat, find shelter, drink, and sleep. And then procreate, reproduce my species. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the probably the the one that makes the most sense survival instinct and survival they go hand in hand yeah but the the distinction here is that instead of instinct on the opposite side of the spectrum you have intuition but it's tricky because intuition and instinct have a lot of the same features Mm -hmm. it's like driven by the subconscious mind Mm -hmm. and it's not something you necessarily control it just happens it's spontaneous hmm I do, all I can picture is imagine being one of the only humans in a region, okay? And you get, I don't know, born there. You spawn there, whatever the case is, okay? <laughs> Let's just say you spawn there as an adult, okay? This is fucking Minecraft. <laughs> and you look around you. I don't know. But like, let's just say that, okay? And you're now kicking into, my immediate thought would be, I would take a look around my environment and I'd probably get attacked by a bear and somehow, like, let's just say I survived that, okay? And all of a sudden there's tigers. And then you survive that. Um, you're, 
you would start thinking that, oh my God, I just need to survive. So that's kind of like one of your purposes. Mm -hmm. So in modern day, I think tigers, lions, bears, and all this stuff is school, uh, your boss, clientele. Yeah. It's very real. Whatever that case is, because you want to pay rent, which is some sort of feeding some sort of hunger. We've moved the goalposts for survival. Yeah. So I think it all it all is kind of the same, and instinctually, I think you're you're correct in the sense that we're here to just survive. I mean, that's like the evolutionary like, perspective, the very scientific, yeah. hard-browed perspective. Yeah. It's not the only thing. Like, we make arts, we, uh, we have fun, we play, we do a lot of other things as well. Especially once you start talking about the spiritual realm. Yeah, but was that invented by us, or is that something that we need to do? It's something we need to do. That's crazy to me. Because we are very similar to birds, in that sense. But we're all we're, animals. In a way, yeah. Not your typical animal, but <laughs> we have the advantage to be like, mm, this chick's a six, you know? <laughs> we have more of a, like a... <laughs> this chick's a six. Yeah, you know? We have more of a brain, so well, we can Well, the animal kingdom does that too, though. Like when you think about a peacock, mm. the male peacock that has the most feathers and looks the most grand and beautiful to a female peacock gets picked to have sex. Mm. They get to mate and reproduce. And that's a form of sexual selection. So animal, the, like every animal in the animal kingdom does that, but it's just a different way from us mm. because we have logic and we can think about it. Like we create these frameworks of like, yeah, yeah she's a six, she's a two, she's yeah. definitely a 10. Morality. It's so weird. Yeah. But then again, see, you say that, but then it, then you can point out a 10 and someone would go, that's a five. Mm, not my vibe, you know? That is true. So we're, we're largely more detailed than they are. More variation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Depending on personality. And that's, what I, well, that's what I mean by, do we put these things into ourselves? Is this something that gets pushed to us as an idea? And then we are led to believe it's an instinct just because you're born seeing it and hearing it. Like the blank slate theory? Mm -hmm. Sort of. It's, it's like very a, confusing. I mean, there's, there's a lot of nuance it's involved. In, it's crazy, man. But that's, that's kind of like the rabbit hole I was going down, walking on this trail. <laughs> just because I saw birds. <laughs> yeah, you're just a thinking man. Yeah, and I, I just started saying it. Like, I'm like, damn, dude, their life must be easy. They have like three tasks to take care of for the day. And then for the next season, they go somewhere else. Is that their version of travel? They're going to Bali tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know. It probably depends on, like, can you say an animal's life is easy? We don't know. But to a human, it is. We must be, we must be envious of some sort. Like, some sort of envious, you know? Yeah, I mean. It's crazy. Maybe dogs are probably the best example for that. Like a dog just always seems happy and ecstatic. Yeah, when, when they're the taking care of. the most mundane stuff. When they're taken care of by a human. Yeah, for That's, sure. Which is what makes us elite in the animal kingdom, I guess. Hmm. But, Interesting thoughts. See, without morality and all this stuff, we would never have taken care of dogs. We would never have, like, 
or maybe like we would have a higher chance of not giving a shit. I don't know. It's weird. It's just a weird ass thought to have. But anyway, that's kind of the the rabbit hole I was going down. <laughs> Very interesting times we live in. Yeah. Twenty twenty three. What is good, G? Everyone. Oh, dude. I was. I've been hearing a lot about Pfizer and stuff, and and how shady the vaccine is. Oh, is you want to bring this up? I think it's a good time to bring it up. Right. Probably won't get banned on YouTube. Yeah. Maybe we will. Who knows. Yeah, but Pfizer has been accused, rightfully so, of having a more disastrous vaccine that has long-term effects on human beings. More than we thought, actually. Yeah. And studies are showing that essentially 80% of people that died had a higher chance of living without the vaccine with just coronavirus than if they were to have the vaccine. So the, which is saying the vaccine has killed a lot of people. Yeah. Excluding older people. <laughs> That's absolutely true. And it makes a lot of sense. And it's the push for doing things against your will. If you guys remember, obviously the vaccine was pushed so hard to the point where you were unable to leave your own country of residence travel anywhere, whether it's for vacation, getting out, whatever the case is, without getting vaccinated. So let's just say you wanted to move out. Cannot do that. You got to get vaccinated. Something there is beyond insane because the oath we took in this country at the very beginning and the Constitution state says this, one of the first words is life. One of the first words is the people. Mm Mm-hmm. And that gets all disregarded when it comes to these people in power that want to just control us. That is a dark, dark place. It, it, dude, it's a very dark place. I think it's the biggest psyop in the history of humanity. I really do think it's on that level. Um, did you listen to the latest... One of the latest JRE episodes with um that doctor, no. the cardiologist. No. Bro, the shit he was talking about was absolutely insane. So as an example, in the early days of the pandemic, when we still didn't really know how serious this virus was, um, he was talking about a specific, I believe it was university or hospital that studied um, blood, blood vessel health in relation to people who have gotten vaccinated. And they found that people who were vaccinated had a much greater proportion of blood vessel inflammation and damage than people who were unvaccinated. And what did they do? Hmm. They didn't come out to the media about that. They didn't tell anybody. They didn't tell a soul. Instead, they buried that because if they did come out with it, their funding for the university or the, or the hospital would cease altogether. Because they get paid from pharmaceutical companies in, in the general industry at large. And that's the scary part is that they're always getting paid out. There's something, there's a, some form of contract to these people that are smart enough to develop something like this, right? Okay, because the people that have money do not have the brain to do it. So what are they going to do? They're going to go to the highest people in class of brain and tell them to do it. How? With compensation of money, contracts, agreements. We will end your life even. Yeah. You know, I think it's past lab. It's past funding at that point. Yeah. 
That's what's crazy to me is that that's how much they're in power, and that's insane to me. It's a complete uh. joke, dude. They gave it to pregnant women, and they didn't even do any fucking studies on it in, re in regards to pregnant women. Yeah. It was the fastest produced vaccine in the history of, of the world. Yeah. We had the technology available to do it, but we didn't run the five to ten year studies on them that you normally have to do with other vaccines. Yeah. So this is a reminder that we're all living a Truman show for the masses. It's not one, there's not one Truman, okay? There's just an elite, and then this circus we call the United States of America is the show. Mm -hmm. Straight up. I was listening to a guy. The, um, he's anonymous, actually. I forgot what his account name is. But he wears a mask, and he comes on. He lives in a different state now. He's from, like, Midwest um, America. Uh, I'm not sure where he lives now, but somewhere else, let's just say Indonesia, okay? And he's telling everyone, you know, that you, being woke is, is good in a sense because it got him to realize how messed up everything is here, okay? And when you, when you try and see it from within, so we live here. And you try to see, like, what's wrong with people? This guy's an idiot. People suck at driving now. You know, everyone's kind of, like, in a really, really bad mood generally. They only care about themselves more and more and more year by year. Um, people leaving at 18 saying, fuck my mom. <laughs> like, that is, a, that, that is a huge thing to say, you yeah, know? Yeah. The mother that has birthed you and got you to this age, okay, in a healthy function, right? Whether or not healthy, like mentally or not, you know, she still got you to be okay. Like you're still alive today, right? Mm -hmm. You have the opportunity to think for yourself and just fix things for yourself. But that's not what I mean. I mean, it's, it has come to the point where every like little sense of family is kind of diminishing. You know, your parents don't have the same value to you. You're more like, man, I need to just get out, get out, get out. And the elites are making it hard for you to get out. What? They're going to keep increasing rent. They're going to keep feeding into the market so that it keeps rising. There are certain things in the market that will only rise. It will never dip again. You know, and if you think it's dipping, it's only dipping like a good 5% and it will go back up 15. Mm -hmm. Right? So if you follow a scale, there are little bumps, but it's always on the rise. Okay. So things are going to get more expensive. More taxes are going to be paid. Okay. What does that create? That creates a corner for you. You're stuck. That means you have a limit and they want you to be limited. And that's why they call it the 1%. And the 1%, if, you, if you've realized, you know, how many people have been born and how many people have become more rich, it still is 1%. It'll never be the top 3%. Mm -hmm. It'll be the top 1%. Why? Because there's a lot of things people don't know. And that's what pisses me off, man. But this guy in Bali was just saying, like, think about it. You can live here. I pay 400 bucks a month for rent. All right. I have a nice remote job. I do such and such. I have a really nice, clean mental clarity now. Because I see how people operate. I see how people treat each other. Yeah. You know, and it's like the proper form of living. And here we are thinking that being an individual lone wolf sat like like Mr. Successful has to be lone wolf and that's kind of like your trilogy and you and you bow down to that. You know, you're like, yes. And you hold it like a trophy. 
You're like, I made it successfully as a lone wolf. Well, going back to the animal kingdom, as we were discussing earlier, there's, it's very rare to find a lone wolf. They, they're always in packs. And the only circumstance in which they'll either couple up or be on their own is when they're under attack uh, due to human influence. Yeah. And think of the influence we have. It's all visual, man. John Wick. Okay. He's a lone wolf, technically. Right. The lone wolf assassin that is trying to get assassinated by different assassins. Mm-hmm. And he's just assassinating them one by one. Mm-hmm. Okay. What does that make you feel when you watch it? Makes you feel like an individualistic Sigma male that likes to be in the dark and just prove his own success without anybody's hand next to him. Right? Mm-hmm. That type of stuff. I don't rely on anyone type of stuff. Trust no one. It's Even the ones you trust. Mentality. Yeah. And they make it seem like it's very doable. It's kind of like the way things are marketed here. It's not a coincidence that Hollywood exists here. Right? They tell you like... Love isn't like how it's portrayed in the movies. It's not a fairy tale. Well, it's the same thing for everything else in Hollywood. Yeah. So the point is, is like that lone wolf mentality just never, it used to make sense to me, you know, like you feel prideful about, you know, your little accomplishments here and there, but you realize real success, anybody that has been successful ever has had a helping hand. Okay. And the whole lone wolf mentality is just an excuse for you to not help anyone you're you're basically saying i'm not gonna help you but i need help it's a wounded position they're not gonna mention that they're not gonna be like someone help me no i was i always made it always did it on my own nobody gave a crap you know not just success too like just in terms of survival who made your fucking shoes who made your jeans exactly who built your house was it all you Mm -mm. no of course not so it doesn't even hold up to logic yeah it's a wounded position it comes from Men who are, and I understand the position because I've been, I've, we've both been through that period. Uh, th- there are certain times where you have to be alone and you have to work on your on yourself. But uh, over the grand scheme of your life, there it's impossible. No man is is an island. You'll always be serviced in some sort of way, helped out, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know, dude. But it is important to think for yourself. Don't outsource your thinking to other people. Absolutely, because that strikes self-discipline, you know, and with self-discipline, you'll start seeking the right help from people, you know, you'll start looking for like-minded people rather than just anyone. That's why the COVID was such a big deal, Mm -hmm. because most people outsource their their thinking to CNN, mainstream media, the government. Yeah, the more you think about COVID being sheltered, like if they sheltered you in the deepest corner to the point where you couldn't even see your best friend's. Think of your best friends at the time. How's your relationship with them now? I speak to a lot of people and they tell me like, oh, I lost a lot of people like in the past two years. Not due to death. It's just we don't talk anymore. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of like that whole individualism thing just like skyrocketed. It was like toned all the way up. Because most people were isolated. The raising, the, like, the rise of gaming, coding. Look at coding, okay? People got into coding so much that now they realize there's way too many coders and a lot of people are getting fired. Yeah. Not just that, the rise in suicide, rise in depression, a um, whole bunch of other negative aspects yeah. that, that society has to deal with because of that. And what does coding do now? Remote jobs. You're working 17-hour days. 
well, alone not, at home. I don't know. Maybe not for you're long. Gonna, you're going to be cornered to feel like an individual. Maybe not for long considering AI. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Some really interesting stuff coming out of that. Oh, yeah. But... One of my lawyer friends actually just made a uh, logo. With AI? With AI, yeah. What, mid-journey? No, no. Using uh, um, OpenAI's... Uh, what is it called? Not Houdini. Um, oh, you mean uh, the chat GPT picture version? Yes. Dolly. Dolly. There we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool, but Midjourney takes it to like Dude, a different level. I mean, his was abstract, and he, he kind of just like went the full route of let me keep telling it as much as I can with specific keywords what I want. And it gets to the point where you can tell it to erase certain things, and then it would like kind of redesign it. Mm-hmm. Very sick. Yeah. But anyway, um, the whole individual stuff, it's its not a coincidence that after COVID, once you're cornered in to make you feel like an individual, right, to get more and more alone, more and more alone, that is not too far off from it being planned. Planned? I don't know, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy, conspiracy theorists out there who say it was planned. I don't know if, the, if, if it was to that extent. There was definitely a lot of fuckery involved, a lot of corruption, but I don't know about planned. <laughs> That's up in the air. It is up in the air. I don't think we'll ever know. But, yeah, I feel like it's just a little too fishy it did. for it not to be. Because, look. Almost all of it was fishy, yeah. Okay. If the whole plant, like, let's just say, you know whoever's in charge has the plan to make us all individual. Okay. And it was going too slow of a rate. So when they seek an opportunity, like, like, let's just say COVID was like, even they did not know. Okay. COVID just happened. What do good analysts do? They study the whole situation and they go, what can we do with this? Okay. And if they have bad motives that can probably speed up the process of what they're actually going for. This might be a perfect time to do that. Mm-hmm. Boom, self-isolate. Anyone after 10 will get arrested, for example. Imagine having a threat like that. Anyone caught in the street after 10 p.m. outside of your home gets arrested. That would be insane. Well, that's martial law. Um, but I think the most poignant example of that is just with the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Trying to force people to get the vaccine. Yeah. When we know that, you know, COVID wasn't as serious as they originally portrayed it. Yeah. And then if, okay, the people that have good immune systems that got the vaccine, all of a sudden that wasn't enough because it's just leaving your body at that point. So you need to get a booster. Oh yeah. That was a, the whole booster thing was like, it was a shit show. Do you see what I mean? Like it was just like repeat. Uh Oh, running out refill. Yeah. And if you trace that, what is the incentive? Pharmaceutical companies <sighs> made a killing both literally and figuratively with that. Mm-hmm. I think they made like a hundred billion dollars Pfizer and the other companies involved. Yeah. In the span of what, a year, now two the, years? Now, does the United States get a share of that? No, it all goes to the pharmaceutical companies. And what I find most horrendous is the fact that pharmaceutical companies are immune to being sued and immune to prosecution straight out the gate because they, I mean, I guess they, they know. And I think we, we do have evidence um, of them knowing certain damaging effects mm-hmm. from it. Before they initially rolled it out. Oh, yeah. But one guy said it best. He said, let's just say killed one out of ten. Okay. Now, multiply that by millions. That's still a lot of deaths. 
So you cannot roll something out for the masses when it's killing one out of 10. That just is absolutely absurd. Yeah. Because it multiplies from there. And again, the starting position of like, okay, we're dealing with a, a sickness, a virus. Okay. Mm -hmm. What are the foundational principles that you should have in place when dealing with a sickness or a virus? How is your sleep? Are you getting enough sunlight? Mm -hmm. How are your vitamin D3 stores? What are you eating? How stressed are you? Are you exercising? Mental well-being. All of the basics that. that don't make yeah. any money. You don't make a single cent off of telling people that. Mm -hmm. Unless you're like a health coach and, and helping people with that. But you get my point. Yeah. Bro, yeah, pharmaceutical companies are insane. If you don't believe us, just think of, go for a muscle issue. Let's just say you have a muscle tear, okay? Your first exam with your insurance, this is how it's going to go. You're going to visit your doctor. That's, by the way, after three weeks of getting your appointment, <laughs> which is, it's already repairing itself at that point. You get there, and then they go, try this. And if you tell them, no, you don't want to try it, then they're going to schedule you for an x-ray. Knowing that it's not a bone issue, you're going to have to go through the x-ray to do, to open up the unlock. Like, it's a game, dude. Then you unlock the MRI function. And it's then they circus. go, MRI is what we want, but in order to get there, we need to go through these two steps. Drugs and, and x-ray. Okay. Yeah. Let's just say that. Now, these drugs, you know, people just, like, your doctor, bro, the one that's going, like, tell me what's happening today. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is it your left one or your right one? Oh, okay. Let's get it checked out, okay? Take these pills and this ibuprofen. And you're just like, okay. And as a, as a, let's just think, let's just say I was just a normal person that just, you know, wanted to just feel better. Okay. And just took these pills. Do you know what mm -hmm. these pills are doing to you? There are pills that are being prescribed that are ruining people forever. Long-term effects. Absolutely. Okay. All for what? For the sake of bodies, one, two, three, four, five, multiply that by 500. We'll take some from the insurance. All right, good. We made a good chunk today. It's all focused on money. It's not focused on the patient. So you're telling me you went to med school with the initial thought of saying, hey, I want to help people. You know, this is such a good career. You know, it's a very morally well career and God would love me for this. But now I'm fucking people's lives up. Yeah, it's a tough battle for doctors, and I, I definitely empathize with them. Um, we know some good doctors. Of course. Some really holistic, ones who take a holistic perspective, but I think 99.9% .9 of doctors have their heart in the right place. But unfortunately, they're stuck in a system that um, only views patients as uh, serial numbers. Mm -hmm. And you'll, you'll find the same thing in the prison system. Dude, and the same thing, thing is, in the. Bro, they would have kids. Okay, these doctors that prescribe you shit would have kids. They know everything about this, by the way. All right. They went to pharma school and everything. They wouldn't give it to their kids. They absolutely wouldn't. So why are you taking someone else's kid and doing that to them? Who are you to be doing that? You piece of mm. shit, you know? And that's why I say like, now that I think about it, I go, man, fuck school. Like school is not a system for you to trust. You finally converted over. <sighs> If you're going to do school or med school or any sort of that, look into Spain. Look somewhere else. Okay. If you want to be a morally good person that helps people, look at EMT jobs somewhere else. Be a paramedic in Canada. Do something, you know? 
do something outside of the United States if that's the case. It's it's also not black and white. Like they do a lot of doctors do help people absolutely. Yeah. There's no question about that. But again, the that's very private practice. They are though. confined by the system. Yeah. If they go outside of the system and and if if the system deems one of their practices to treat a patient as um, pseudoscience or, or not within the conventional Western framework, then you get your license stripped. Yeah. So they're always going to be confined. Let's just see what happens with this whole private practice thing being opened up. People can basically, doctors can open up their own private practice now that accept insurance. I mean, yeah, but I mean, not just that. I'm at the forefront of this industry. I like people, a lot of the people who come to work with me have said, look, I went to my doctor and it was a complete joke. I wasn't helped. In -hmm. fact, I wasted time, money and energy on this. Yeah. And now I'm coming to you because I've seen the stuff you put out on social media and you definitely take a holistic framework. Mm hmm. And you genuinely help people through fundamental principles, yeah. which is how the, the system should be in the first place. But unfortunately, because it's too corrupt, that's not how it's going to go. Oh, it's corrupt. If you guys thought Gotham City was fake, it's a whole country now. Um, with that being said, this has been episode 203. Go ahead and check out Extra Vital Red Light and Portal. Use code 2AM to save all these percentages. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys, you know where to find us. Stay tuned for episode 204. It's going to be a lit one. I think it's going to be a dedicated one. Let's so uh, stay tuned for that. You guys are going to like it. It's going right. to be fun. Take care, muchachos. Peace. Peace.